0: team this AceCast cast
1: download is brought to you by Link soul check out their spring collection go to linksoul.com and by nest bedding love where you sleep go to nestbedding.com. From baseball's top personalities, the Hall of Famer, one of the great TV broadcasters, Bob Casas is here on A's Cast Live.
0: To the A's legendary players,
1: five time Major League Baseball home run champ, Mark McGuire is with us here. You never know what stories you're going to hear. You just think about it at lunch and
0: run with our shirts off. <laughs> <laughs> you and Sandy. This is A's Unfiltered with Chris Townsend.
1: Time now for another edition of A's Unfiltered with Chris Towns, and we'll talk to the veteran, Jace Peterson, the big lefty Kyle Muller, and Kevin Smith when he finally came back to the ball club. Obviously for Jace Peterson, was big for him to sign a two-year contract with the Athletics to give him some stability. The A's of veteran leadership, here is Jace Peterson. Jace Peterson is going to join us right now, who uh, got his first home run yesterday as he's joining us here on A's Cast Live for the very first time. We weren't able to talk to him in spring training, but we're now getting him here. How are you?
2: Good. How about yourself?
1: We missed you at spring training. We're finally getting here. This is the A's show that we have before every single game. Cool.
2: Awesome. Awesome. Glad to be here.
1: Congratulations on last night. Appreciate it. Appreciate you move it. your mics a little bit closer. Appreciate you. That had to feel pretty good.
2: Yeah, a lot better if you can get a win, but... Um I think we did some things that were good and, uh, you know, just kind of build off that.
1: You know, when you come to a new team, how important is it to get off to that new start? Just
2: because whether it's the players, it's the fans, you want to get things rolling good early for you. Yeah, I feel like you kind of got to – I've been around for a little bit now, so I feel like for me, yeah, that's definitely important. Uh, but you kind of want to be yourself and not try to do too much. Just continue to trust your work. Um show up every day, try to get better every day, and when the game comes, go compete and trust what you've been doing. So that's kind of that's kind of where I'm at. Um, I feel like I've had some good at-bats and uh, hit some balls hard, just not really finding the holes too much yet. But um, I think that, uh, that'll that come.
1: So when you talk about a guy who's been around a little bit, I've got the violations so far. They're not really that bad. We've only had over on the league, we've had 36 for pitchers, two, to, uh, two for catchers, 19 for hitters. It's less than one a game. I mean, you've been playing this game a long time. You're now having to do it a different way. Have you seen a major difference, or is it now after spring training kind of this is what it
2: is? Yeah, I think spring helped. Um, Anytime you can go out there and kind of have some games that are meaningful but also get to work on your game and kind of do things where you can implement those situations that we have with the pitch clock. And it definitely speeds up the game a little bit, and I think there are certain instances in account where – you might chase a bad pitch, and you used to you could step out and kind of gather yourself. Now you get one timeout, so um, I think it definitely speeds it up a little bit. But spring definitely helped for for guys to kind of expedite it and get used to it a little bit.
1: As you're walking up, we were just talking about it. You know, now that you know we saw it in spring training, got to see some games down there, and then now watching it, it's like there's a lot of things. Like I don't notice the bigger bases. I don't know, like. Now that there's no shifting, it just seems normal again. It was so abnormal to take the shortstop and put him in right field. or We used to put Marcus Simeon way into right field right, back in the right. day, right? Or you'd see a third baseman playing shortstop. Or if it's a right-handed hitter, everybody on the left side, and now the first baseman is playing more towards second. Like, it's now more normal. You don't notice it. As a defender, how was it?
2: You know, I think that's another one of those things that I think spring kind of getting back to – playing your normal position, uh, relying on range a little bit more. Obviously, the analytical part is still in it. So where guys hit the ball tendencies, that's where you're going to mostly be. But it definitely eliminates what you just talked about and having three guys on one side. um, I think it definitely makes the game more interesting. Uh, There's a lot. I think lefties are going to really benefit from it, from those four-hole hits. And like you said, having that third baseman way out there in right field. um, I know that when I was over there, I caught a lot of balls from guys that would smoke balls. So um, I think it's definitely going to allow the game to kind of open up and and get more used to like it used to be. And
1: I try and explain to people all the time, this is a game of math. So you get one extra hit a week. One of those balls that you defenders in the shift were taking away, it's now a hit. You do one or two of those a week. It dramatically changes all your
2: numbers. Absolutely. It adds up quick. Um, One hit a week is huge. In the grand scheme of things, like you said, um, if you can get that extra hit on a, on a weekly basis, is big for the end of the year. But you know, you just got to take the mentality one day at a time, one at bat at a time, and and try to put good at bats together and string them together. And um, if we, we can continue to take that approach and do that as a team, I think we'll be in a good spot. So we didn't get a chance to talk to you in spring, and I wanted to ask us, and we just we just couldn't run into you while we were down there. But why Oakland? Why was Oakland a good fit for you? You know, for me, it was the first team that had reached out. Um, I had a lot of other teams that had reached out, but Oakland was the first team that reached out. And, you know, I I played here in California um, back in my minor league career, and I enjoyed my time out here. So um, I think more than anything it was a team that reached out first, and uh, the way we were able to kind of negotiate and see where we would be, I felt like it was a good fit for me to come over here. And I obviously – Got to play with Kotze a little bit uh, in spring training, so I'm a little familiar with him. um, And I love what he does and how he goes about it. So that was also another big, big role in it. So um, I think mostly between Kotze and then coming over here to the beautiful weather in California um, was kind of the decision for me.
1: Well, and I think about, you know, young players that you had to deal with in spring, still some young players here, a lot of young pitchers you've been around this right this isn't your first rodeo how important is that for you to help these guys out is they're now trying to make their way in this game
2: you you know for me it's continued i've been through both sides of it i've lost a lot of games in the big leagues and then i've won a lot of games in the big leagues so um it's a hard game no matter what position you play whether you're a pitcher whether you're a position player um it's a hard game brutally hard and you have to understand that you're going to fail majority of the time and um beauty about baseball is you get to come back the next day and play. So really kind of keep it in perspective for me is just try to take it one day at a time. Don't don't get too far ahead. It's a long season. And just try to win each day. And uh, I feel like that mindset is what we're trying to do, and that's what most of these guys are bringing to the table. Uh, We're worried about today and not tomorrow, and um, go out and try to get a win today. People have a hard time. When they
1: hear that, they go, oh, God. But when you think about it, you have like a couple tough games against – the angels you don't score you got to flush it because then you come out the next day and then you score 11 runs just really talk about that how really whatever happens monday doesn't matter now on tuesday or tuesday doesn't matter on third like you really have to flush any good or bad
2: tomorrow is always a new day absolutely i mean I, i try to live by it's never as good as it seems and it's never as bad as it seems um obviously everybody out here wants to do their best um but you're also competing with the best players in the world. So they yeah. also want to do their best. Um, and you have to take that mindset because it's it's a new day each day and you could be 4 for 4 one day and 0 for 4 the next day and make every play one day and not make a play the next day. That's just how the game goes. That's how it's always been. So um, I think in my career, young, older veterans who, who I got to play with, the Kelly Johnsons, the Johnny Gomes, uh, the Jeff Rancors, guys like that when I was first coming up, come up, they were able to kind of instill that and teach that and show that to me. So it's something that I I tried to understand at a young age. And it's still hard. It's hard. Nobody wants to fail, but that's what this game is. It's a game of failure. So just to try to show up, compete, and be yourself and, and, and take each day as it comes and go one day at a time.
1: So far, what do you think the team's strengths are?
2: You know, obviously, coming out of spring training, um, obviously we can run. I think this team has a lot of speed. I think we're a team that – Has the ability to string at-bats together. Uh, I think you saw that last night with the way we kind of started and how we were rolling, and even when we got down, we were able to come back up. Um, I think we got speed, which also changes the game in the outfield defensively. So um, I think speed's definitely a big thing of this team. And then obviously just to be able to have consistent at-bats throughout the lineup um, and obviously we got good arms in the bullpen, and we got good starting pitching. So you add all, all those things together, it's just a matter of going out, competing, getting in a rhythm, getting in a flow, and going to play games.
1: Well, we've been waiting to meet you. Thanks so much for stopping Thanks by. Thanks for having me. Yep. I know, you know we, we bring you over from uh, batting practice, but that means a lot. Thank you so much. No, no we've problem. been looking forward to having you and uh, looking forward to watching you play the rest of the season. Of course, last night makes me makes us want to see more.
2: Awesome. Sounds good. Appreciate
1: you having me. Good luck to the rest of the way, and we'll talk to you soon. Sounds good. And we go from the third baseman to the big left-hander, Kyle Muller. We fell in love with this guy down at spring training, 6'7". Man, he can bring it. Here is the big lefty.
0: Streaming from the town, A's Cast Live continues with Chris Townsend.
1: Kyle Muller, the opening day starter for your Oakland Athletics. Now, let's think about that for a second. Last time he was on this program was down in Arizona, and we were talking about, yeah, this is your time. Time to be in the rotation. I'm tired of being in the minor leagues. I'm too good for that. Wait a minute. Opening day starter? What the heck happened from the time we talked to where we are now?
3: A lot. A lot. I, uh, I'd i be lying if I said, uh, you know, I expected that. I didn't. It was, um, you know, I was just excited to make the team, and then they called me into the office and told me, and I – it's like I had almost talked myself out of that being a possibility. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I, yeah. so at first, like, mentally, like, I knew how big of a deal it was. So, I freaked out. But, like, the feelings, it got, it caught up to me on Friday when they had cause it. Because they told me on a Wednesday, they, and then they announced it Friday. So, when, you know, it kind of got out there and I had people texting me, that's when the feelings of it, yeah. you know, started to build. But then, uh, man, I'm, I'm, it was the most fun I've ever had on a baseball field, for sure.
1: Like, you think of all the guys – who will pitch in Major League Baseball history. There's a select few that got to be the opening day starter. Right. right. Like, you're now one of those guys. Yeah.
3: No, it's crazy. And I'm still I'm still trying to wrap my head around it. This. Uh, so, they told me on Wednesday, and then I uh, pitched on a Thursday. So, I was thinking about it for an entire week. And, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I am glad that that is over with. I mean, I enjoyed every second of it. But, you know, thinking about that for a whole week was kind of exhausting. Okay.
1: Okay they tell you yeah I know you're fired up you had some interesting uh, words that we can't even say yeah, on yeah, yeah, show yeah sorry about that, that <laughs> it, no it's okay yeah. who was your
3: first phone call to oh, my mom yeah my I called my mom because uh, uh you know we we still hadn't gotten word that I was on the team you know so we were hoping and you know just you know staying low-key about it and then uh once I found out, I called her, told her I made the team, and then I told her that on top of it, she could she couldn't handle it. She loved it. She was so happy. And then uh, uh, called my dad, fiance, and then all my all my close family friends. So it was it was it was the best.
1: Cause I you know when we talked to you down in Arizona, right. you'd mentioned to us that your times when you got called up in Atlanta, it was basically. In AAA, whose ever turn it was, it wasn't like a special deal. Right. It was like whose ever turn it was, you had a bunch of good players down there. Right. And they just called you up. Mm-hmm. This was now different. Yeah. Do you feel different? Um,
3: n- yes and no. Uh, yes being that I feel like, um, you know, I, I, I've got my chance to, to pitch up here on a regular basis and, and really take that next step in my, you know, career. Um, so I feel different in that regard, but from like a personality, you know, person standpoint, not really, um, you know, I'm still going to work just as hard as I was working before. Um, you know, even if they told me I was starting day five, like it, that, none of that matters to me. It's just whoever's pitching that day, like they're giving you the confidence and, and pretty much saying, Hey, we, we're putting you out there cause we want to win, you know, and that's all five of us. So, um, you know, it, it didn't really matter where I was slotted the pitch. As long as I was slotted the pitch, I was yeah. going to be the happiest person, you know, on the team.
1: I mean, game plan, you know, the one thing I'm talking about with, with, with a lot of the young starters is – it's about pumping strikes, quality strikes, right? right? Not getting into bad counts, not getting your pitch counts up, because we know how they want to take everybody out so early. Right. Just how important is it? We know you have terrific stuff, but how important is it to pound the strikes on?
3: Oh, it's huge, and it, 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 it keeps you in the game a lot longer, and um – you know, the other day I, I didn't have my best stuff in terms of, of command, but whenever I needed to make a pitch, um, I felt like I I did a good job of that, and that that comes with you know game plan with Shea. Like I was on the same page with him. We'd come in, we'd talk um, in the dugout, and uh, you know we lived together, so we were talking about it the night before. Like yeah. so we had a we had a solid plan going into it, but uh, you know when it when it came down to it, when we needed to make a pitch, we did. So. Uh, but, yeah, getting in the strike zone, it opens up a lot more opportunities because it just makes every other pitch that much better.
1: I talk so much about the process. Everybody we everybody wants to talk about just about data right. and numbers. Everything is from the neck up. Everybody's got talent, but what are you from the neck up? And part of, uh, of being a pro is your routine, your confidence, and how comfortable you are. You mentioned living with Shea Langoliers, yep. but obviously you guys have known each other back from your Atlanta days how much does that help you being so comfortable and trusting him
3: yeah no so what the best part about it is we have such an open dialogue like he can tell me things that you know he might not feel comfortable telling other people and I can do the same you know to him Um, just because we have that friendship first and then it's like if we're in the dugout I'm like hey you know I want to do this to this guy you know, he has no problem being like, okay, I, you know, that's great, but I think this would be better. Like we can kind of talk back yeah. and forth.
1: Um, and he probably sees certain things in your mechanics. If they get a little off, he's caught you so much. He can be like, hey, man, you may you get a little up a little bit. You're getting around it. I mean, stuff like that. Right.
3: Absolutely. And that, and that comes with just, you know, talking with him, you know, hanging out and uh, hanging out in the clubhouse. And uh, he's a very personable guy. I'm sure everybody yeah. knows that. So uh, he, he's easy to talk to and, and you know he he does a very good job of listening to kind of like the things we want to do as a, as a pitcher and um and he kind of changes his game to accommodate us, which is is uh you know an incredible quality to have in a catcher.
1: So when you're up there first yeah. inning opening day, yeah. your heart's racing, racing man, racing. it's going nuts, and then it's oh s bomb. There's Trout, there's Otani, yeah. here it is. Well,
3: that's the thing though, is like you know I've. As long as I've played baseball, that's those are the guys I want to face. You know, yeah. you, you you don't, you know, grow up wanting to play in the major leagues and face the worst player in the major leagues. You want to face the best. You're always thinking about how would I do against the best? And of course, you know, night one we get Trout number one and number two <laughs> in the world. So no, it was it was the you know, such a, a surreal feeling. After pitch one though, I, I, I felt, you know, get the jitters out of the way. The crowd was getting going too that, for that first pitch. Got that out of the way, I settled in and then um you know that i've never yelled after the first inning of a baseball game but like like just everything was going the emotions were high so it was a it was a blast
1: yeah when you get in here it's an old stadium it's it was built for baseball and football you now kind of understand what a sold out raider game was like right you get and and the acoustics here Mm -hmm. you start to see like it's crazy how loud it gets yeah
3: and i well i think we, we had a really good crowd too we had like was Almost
1: twenty-seven thousand. Right, now. and
3: so, and all, yeah, all the concrete, all the sound kind of stays in and echoes, and it was just building and building and building, and uh, it was it was so cool. I remember we were uh, on the line for the national anthem. I was just talking to Shay because we have like fifty days of service, you know, like him and me, like so. Uh, we're kind of in the same spot in our careers. And I'm like, dude, we're starting on, you know, opening day like this. (laughs) It's kind of like taking it in a little bit, but, you know, knowing that we're out there to compete and and get the win, which we did at the end of the day.
1: And that's what we talked about in spring training. This is the land of opportunity, and you're getting that. So, okay, boom, made it happen, first one. Now what is it like, the process just – take us through I know you only have so much time but you know there's a lot of data there's a lot of video there's a lot of things you can so what's it like now for you before your next start
3: yeah no it's um kind of trial and error to be honest with you um yeah I have all the things that you know I know have worked and I can still do throughout the minor leagues in terms of like physical preparation and bullpens and stuff like that um you know the scouting reports and stuff that's newer to me um and because you're right there is so much data so being able to like Sift through everything and figure out what pieces are useful um, is big because you can definitely get like uh, paralysis by analysis kind of thing. Um, so for me, it's it's just understanding you know key part or you know key pieces of information that I can use in certain spots during the game. Like if I have guys on base, like you know what can I go to? Like, you know what I mean? Like um, just having that knowledge in my back pocket and then going out there it gives you you know physically unprepared, mentally unprepared, and you know do the best i can
1: you know the number one thing that i took away from our interview is you have belief in yourself Mm -hmm. and it's so interesting when you talk to professional athletes because in the end the only person that matters believing you is you doesn't matter me my producer cody hell kotze emerson your parents your fiance it's you got to believe you got i mean and it was so much fun talking to you because it's your time. You know it's your time, and you believe, and that's why I'm so happy for you. Because you, you said, you know what, I'm I'm earning this. I'm taking it, and I'm going to make it happen. Right. And you did. I'm Appreciate so happy that. for you. Congratulations, Thank you very much. and we want to have you on a lot more. Absolutely. And continued success, and let's do this. Let's do this thing. And a guy that we were, we were watching down at AAA, putting up huge numbers at the end of last year, and they started this season down at AAA, putting up big numbers. We couldn't wait to see Kevin Smith again. It's good to have him back up here with the big club. Kevin, as, as you've played with the new rules, not yeah. only here, but in the minor leagues, I was just going over it, we're playing at a pace of where the game was in 1984. Wow think about how fast that is
4: for sure faster yeah
1: and and what's that like I mean so you've played by both set of rules you've played with no timer you've played with timer how do you like it
4: I mean it's nice because you can get home and and have some dinner with your family afterwards and and see them a lot right but um, getting used to the the game flow and just just kind of how you would slow the game down you know on your own personal level whether it's a pitcher or hitter has been has been different just Learning how much time you have. You don't want to get in the box too early because then the pitcher can can hold the ball for eight seconds and you're just kind of standing there. You don't want to get in too late because you get balled or striked. So, um, same with the pitchers though, they're trying to figure it out. They can't really go through their mental process of what pitch they want to throw, you know, reading swings, you know, reading what they're trying to do offensively. So, just doing all that stuff, it speeds it all up and you have, you know, what you used to have 30 seconds to figure out, you know, what the sequence is or what you want to look for next pitch or what the pitcher wants to throw. Now it's like four or five seconds, and you're relying a lot on catchers and scouting reports. So it'll be interesting to see how it, how it develops
1: and how it kind of comes through the rest of the season. We told you in spring training you're going to be a big part of this team. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I know you're disappointed to not make it. I, 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 we were all, everybody watching and listening, we were all disappointed you didn't make it. We're happy as heck you're back.
4: Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. I mean, to get back here with the guys and, and to get a win in Baltimore and to come back home and, Hopefully we have two great series here before we head to Texas. Um, You know, it's time to get the season rolling, and um, the guys are gelling. The team's in a good spot. We're excited for the future, and uh, we're excited to get going and and make this a great season.
1: Things flipped for you last month of last season, spring training, start of this year. What was the biggest change? Was it mental or was it physical?
4: You know, just coming over, getting traded for the first time, having it be your first year in the big leagues, I mean, you know, that first time up and getting used to everything and trying to feel comfortable being with a new team. Um, you know, I've talked to five or ten other guys around the league that did the same thing that I did that are now, you know, all-stars or getting contracts and stuff, and they're like everyone goes through it. You know, it's kind of like there's maybe four or five guys a generation that come up and just instantly get it, and they click, and they they're on, they're on full cylinder, but... You know, for the rest of the guys, it's a transition, and it's, it's trying to get as comfortable as possible and just work through these, these periods where you're learning a lot. You're learning a lot about yourself, about the team, about the game. Um, and so the more that you can stay positive and the more that you can just go out there every night and, and try to learn from, you know, whatever mistakes might happen, whatever losses come with it, um, you know, those guys take it. And then they say the more that you can just take that and, and work with it and get better, um, the better you're going to be in 5, 10 years.
1: When I first interviewed you at spring training last year, I'll never forget this, when you were in Little League, the all-star team was green and yellow.
4: yes. And these yeah.
1: colors, green and gold, have always meant something to you.
4: Yeah, I mean, when I was, you know, eight years old, I was on the athletics in Little League, and then, you know, we worked every summer to get on that all-star team and to go to state. So, you know, putting on the green and gold when I was 10 meant something, and it means something now. So it's cool to kind of see it go full circle. I know, you know, everyone back in my hometown, the green and gold has always been, been two big colors, um, it's just crazy how life works sometimes, and it comes full circle.
1: <laughs> I mean, seriously. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's nuts.
4: It's unbelievable. Yeah.
1: Shortstop, third base. I know you came up with shortstop. You played a lot of third. What do you think you're better at? What are you happier playing?
4: I mean, I probably have 10,000 more innings at shortstop than I do at third base. So, you know, just naturally and instinct-wise and, and knowing where I'm supposed to be, shortstop, you know, is a, the place where I can kind of do it in my sleep and I feel comfortable, and I've done that since I was eight years old. Um, learning third base last year in the big leagues. Um, it was fun, man. I, I, there's a lot of different plays that you have to make, different different routes you have to take the balls, different throws you have to make at third. Um, so that's all fun to learn. But like I said, when you're in the big leagues and you're trying to win um, and you're still kind of learning a position, it can be tough. You know, you don't want to be that guy that's in the wrong spot and you're learning stuff as the game's going. You want to be the guy that, that can make big plays for your team and help pitchers out. So, you know, at short, um, having, like I said, like 10,000 innings at short and, and knowing that in my sleep, Makes me feel more comfortable just, just being able to make great plays for our pitchers and have their backs when they need to be. Um, but like I said, knowing how to play third, knowing how to play second, practicing that pregame and early work, um, I feel like that can be a big thing to my game as well.
1: Let's in on this. I know you couldn't hear me when I was yelling at the television. Just be patient. Just be patient because <laughs> I know when you get called up, you want to do too much. You want to oh, prove. You want to prove yes. everything in the first at bat <laughs> yes. and every at bat. Yeah. And it's just not how our game works. How no. much do you? Have to say to yourself, okay, I'm back. Mm -hmm. I don't have to hit a home run every AB. I don't have to impress. Just how can you tell yourself, be patient, man. You're all right.
4: Yeah, I mean, I think that's the the $10 million question right there is how to do that as quick as possible. Obviously, when you get called up, you're excited. You know, you want to, like you said, you want to show out. You want to show the work you've been putting in. Um, The more you can just stay in your routine and what you do, and for how long you can do that, the better you're going to be. I mean, once you start pushing, like you said. But it's tough, man. When the game's on the line and, and you, you're up there and you're, you have the opportunity to, to make the difference, man, you want that more than anything. So uh, way easier said than done. Um, but the best players can put that behind them and, and stay with their routine and stay with their plan. Um, and I think that's what, you know, I talked to Shea about that. I talked to Ruiz about that. No, we have so many guys that are in that position. And they all want to come through big for the team. They all want to help us win. Um, which I think is exactly where we want to be. We just have to, you know, be comfortable with, with trusting our teammates and, and knowing that everyone on the field is feeling the exact same thing. It's just who can who can put that behind them and, and be the most patient and kind of stick with their approach the best, and, you know, those are the teams that win games.
1: Well, I can tell you what, a lot of people in the postgame show, they were asking, when's he coming back? When's he coming back? <laughs> yeah. That's got to feel good yeah, yeah, knowing sure. that the fan base – has been watching they watched how you turned it around Mm -hmm. last year at the end of the year in Las Vegas they watched your spring training Mm -hmm. just know that uh the ace fans green and gold fans out there they're happy you're back
4: yeah no I appreciate that guys and and you know on on social media stuff I'm always getting messages of guys reaching out and um that means the world to players you know that that's kind of what you do it for obviously you do it for your family and and you want to you know make them proud but at the end of the day, man, you're playing for the fans and you want to do good and you want to win games and you want to win championships. So um, that's really all you can hope for and, and what you wish for. And now, you know, it's just our time to go out there and win some games and uh, show them the love back.
1: Well, we appreciate the time. Welcome to the Treehouse. Yeah, it's this great our, up here. Spe- it's awesome up well, here. too bad I can't buy you a drink.
4: I know. you yeah, got a not, game to play. Not, not the best time. Yeah, Not yeah, the best but time. Maybe,
1: but. May, maybe someday we'll, we'll get you up here and, yeah, and we we'll get, a get you a few.
4: up here, a little game action. But, we uh, got
1: more you. coming up next right here on A's Cast Live. We'd like to thank Jace Peterson, Kyle Muller, and Kevin Smith for stopping by A's Cast Live. Now back to A's Cast, powered by iHeartRadio.
0: This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.
5: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or...